It's a SMME exchange here on Metro FM Talk. And tonight, uh, we, uh, I guess, to a follow-on uh, of a story we had done uh, a few months ago uh, with the South African National Roads Agency Limited, Sunral, SOC. And uh, we had spoken to Mr. Ismail Essa, who is the transformation, uh, who is the transformation manager out at Sunral, and how uh, they are supporting small, in particular, micro enterprises um, in the uh, built environment, infrastructure, and construction sector. And uh, he said Sunral is determined to create uh, such opportunities. And uh, yeah, if you didn't miss that chat, you can find it on MetroFM.co.za, where you can get hold of our podcasts. But uh, yeah, here's an opportunity to just recap. So that was the recap of the discussion we had had. And uh, one gets a sense from that discussion that, yes, there would be a main contractor, but that main contractor and obligation would be placed on them to have subsequently other contractors uh, who would be sub-contractors to that main contractor um, in a bid, of course, to diversify the supply mix that gets an opportunity to uh, benefit from some of these opportunities. And joining me on the line tonight is uh, one of the actors involved here who can tell us a bit more um, about uh, uh, the work that they are doing and uh, I guess to what degree uh, that is a stepping stone to a higher value work, improvement in their grading and of course improvement in their operations. Tsepo Ranganyane is the founder of Makuku Enterprises and joins me now on the line. Tsepo, good evening, Prur, welcome. Uh, good evening, Naya. Greetings to your listeners as well. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Just briefly, before we get, I guess, into the chat about uh, some of the work that you're doing, in particular the Sanral work. Um, give us a brief background on uh, Makuku Enterprises, the work that you do in the built environment. Well, uh, Makuku Enterprises is a company that I founded in uh, 2020. Okay. And then it's construction-based, but it's it's not limited to just that I do other services as well, but it's family based on construction. Mm. Yes. So, hence the opportunity as an opportunity when... Sunrail, who the principal contractor advertised, and I saw an opportunity to, to, to venture into that space. And having acquired some experience, of course, after working in a lot of this project as a laborer, I decided that I might as well go ahead and do this myself as well. I'm equipped with the necessary experience and knowledge. Mm. So, so, in a way, you are contracted, I guess, in some of this work to a main contractor. Um, yes, and and I guess they they I assume would have a higher grading to you. Well, what grading yes. are you in now, and what are some of the works that you are involved in? Um, a CIBD level grade one CE. Okay, civil CE. engineering. Yeah, yeah, civil engineering, which qualifies me for packages that require level two CE. And basically, specifically, what I do is that I I I do edge break repairs and edge build up removals. What's that? What, is, what's edge build-up? What's that? Uh, edge build-up is what you, you what you'd normally see is the grasses that are just on the edge of the road. Oh, so, okay. I, yes, uh, my job actually is to remove all that grasses and so that it does not grow to an extent that the the motorists do no longer see the guardrails that are on the bridges. Mm, mm. And 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 one of the things Ismail was telling us, you know, when we spoke to him last year, was that, and you would have heard it in that clip, is that all of these projects are ongoing because there has to be ongoing maintenance of our national road network yes. and of course you know as you say the edge of the road the sideways and all of that um mm. and and how many of you are subcontractors to this main contractor uh in our region uh it's it's a total of 12 companies but then they have been appointed 
based on qualifications in terms of CIBD grading. I see. So in, in our region, it's a total of 12 companies. How many? 12? 12. Okay, all right. And then, I mean, on average, how many people would be employed in each? How many do you employ in yours? Uh, one, 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 uh, one company would employ five or more companies, depending on the five or more employees, depending on their scope of work. I see, I see. Okay. So the bigger the project, the more people you're going to need, and then the more unemployment that opportunity creates for a lot of people in the area. Mm, I see. Okay. All right. So, so, so in a way, I mean, and I think th- this is the big question that many South Africans are are asking themselves. Um, you are at CIDB grade level one now. Uh, it's a bit yes. of a chicken and egg problem. You need to get more work under the belt of your firm in order yes. to go up the grading. Talk to us about that. Uh, actually, one of the positives in this why is this project of concern is that, especially with the uh, package that I got, because the packages differ depending on one CIBD grading. So mm. an opportunity that this kind of project presents for a company like myself is that I I get to grade from level one all the way to level four. So with the work and the context value that has been agreed on, so I get to move from one to four, which then qualifies me for bigger projects. Okay. And and, and and I guess, you know, these work packages would be determined by who? By the uh, main contractor or by the client? No, the, 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 the work is determined by the client. And then the client mm. has to relay the message and the work to the subcontractor depending on the demand and what it is that is needed in that area at that particular time. But like you indicated with road maintenance, it's, a, it's an ongoing thing. It's a lifetime thing. So there's, you basically do almost everything on the road, but you be specifically assigned to a certain scope of work, but you do almost everything. Mm, mm. Then, then I guess the, the other element um, that is of interest is, you know, to, to what degree... Um, do projects of this kind create for your business enough cash flows to invest, I guess, in other things? So say tomorrow you have, you know, CIDB grade level three, but you need some uh, capital equipment or you need more sort of uh, uh, or other any working capital support in order to take on more complex work packages. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what kind of support have you been able to access for that? Uh, well, like the, the, the cash flow that is going to come in with, and, and for you, I mean, your business started out in 2020. Um, you know, what do you see in the crystal ball? Well, what do you see? Um, and how many other contracts, I mean, aside from this one, do you have? Just out of interest. Uh, this is actually my first major contract, and then it's currently the only one for now. I'm looking okay. for other avenues as well. Uh, but then, in terms of the future, unfortunately for me, I've had people in my circle and close associates that have started their companies from scratch, and went on to become one of the biggest companies and reputable companies in the area, even in the province. So that's actually the goal for me for now, to see myself growing and getting qualifying for bigger projects as well. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, if, you know, we, we know there are all manner of support instruments that are out there. Um, the supply chains of entities like Sunrala but one, but there are many others. Um, you know, voluntary rebuilding program, um, you know, micro-enterprise support and so on. Um, from where you are sitting, I mean, what are the things that you think in the short term are priorities that might ensure you can take on more contracts and also, I guess, improve your grading? Uh, for, for now, what can improve in, in that is that 
if one can continue getting more work mm. and getting, uh, acquiring the necessary experience for for projects that are going to come in because uh, the more you grade, obviously, the more you qualify for bigger jobs and then it gets difficult in as far as finances are concerned and then there's just a lot of things that are involved. Yeah, and, and when you say there's a lot of things involved when it comes to contracts and the financing, what do you mean? Uh, as, as you grow as a, as a contractor, obviously, and qualify for, for, for much bigger projects, mm. uh, those kind of projects usually, and half the time, it involves machinery, which is very expensive for one. And so in order for you to pursue and continue with those type of projects that you need to be financially stable, you need the financial muscle to be able to fund this project and be able to continue. Tsepo, mm, mm. thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us and uh, we wish you and uh, your team all of the best as you continue to do the work. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess congratulations on this piece of work and may it be the start of uh, much more by way of work um, and may you expand of course even that headcount because we want to get more and more people into work yes no thank you very much i appreciate the opportunity thank you very much yeah uh, that there was the story of uh, uh, tepo uh, ranganyane founder of makuku enterprises and uh, you know it's always good uh, i guess to see the other side when we spoke to his last year it was really trying to make sense of what it is that they do for small, medium-sized uh, enterprises um, via their main contractors who then subcontract some of these SMMEs. And uh, yeah, here we have an example uh, uh, via this uh, one micro enterprise, uh, which um, level one CIDB, very much at the start of their journey in the world of construction. And I uh, certainly hope that in the next year, Sabes Tetenyi Indo City, level three, level four, and so on.